Son, we're on the brink of the next world war, and I don't think nobody's praying no more, and I ain't saying I know it for sure. I'm just down on my knees, begging the Lord, take me home. I just want to go home. I don't know which road to go. It's been so long. I just know I didn't used to wake up feeling this way. Cussing myself every damn day. People have really gone and lost their way. They all just do what the TV say. And I want to go home. Wanna go home, Oliver Anthony music, singing what so many of our souls are feeling right now in this world. And it really speaks to the success of his music right now. Oliver Anthony, actually born Christopher Anthony Lunsford, he is going under the name of his grandfather, Oliver Anthony. This song is currently number four on Apple iTunes. Not to be outmatched by number one, which is still Richmond, north of Richmond. Just singing from his soul and so many, it's resonating with so many right now. It, it is a testimony to the songs themselves of how in touch with so much of the country right now, so many people are resonating with these lyrics and with his message because... It's what so many of us are going through right now. And there are some that are trying to portray his music as being some crazy right-wing fringe thing when it's anything but. He's just singing. He is singing to the heart of America right now. We're feeling the, the pains of inflation, the pains of this war that we're caught up in, this proxy war. We're feeling the... Just the pressures of life right now. We're on the cusp of another pandemic here. We've got all the hallmarks of this thing uh, being rolled out once again. And uh, it's like everyone can just kind of feel it. Even if you don't want to acknowledge it consciously, you can feel it brewing as all of these things in the background are, are, are taking place. All right, even though we've already effectively done so, let's go ahead and officially get the show started. So going back to the concept of the next pandemic, the 2.0 being rolled out, how can you deny it when you take into account the things that have been said by these elitists in the past regarding the second pandemic? The following are just uh, several sound bites. Uh, it's a hodgepodge of Bill Gates. Anthony Fauci and Klaus Schwab, all of them giving you the little head nod of pandemic part two coming to fruition. Uh, Klaus refers to this as his black swans. He uses the phrase black swans to uh, to basically talk about these things that are rolled out by the elitists 
under the auspices of being completely natural and coincidental. So these are the sound bites of the three aforementioned talking about the next coming pandemic. You say the next pandemic, there will be another pandemic. Absolutely. We don't know when, you know, the risk per year, 2%, 3%. The next pandemic, and there will be one. There will absolutely be an outbreak of another pandemic. We definitely will have to face other surprises, black swans, as they are called, uh, maybe different kinds of viruses. But also there will be a surprise outbreak. Most of the work we're going to do to be ready for pandemic two, I, I call this pandemic one. There will be certainly what we call the black swans, the unpleasant surprises which will come in our way. And there you have that, ladies and gentlemen. They are giving you the head nod. They are giving you the heads up of what they are doing. This is not some random new mutation. This is something completely planned that they are rolling out for your benefit. So prepare accordingly. Okay, a lot has happened in the past week with regard to Trump. So, without further ado, we will go ahead and get you caught up to speed on this week's current Trump thing. All right, for this week's current Trump thing, as I am sure you are well aware, Trump had his mugshot taken in the Fulton County Police Department, and that photo has gone viral. All leading up to that photo being taken, the left was gleeful with joy about Orange Man Bad having his mugshot taken. And then the mugshot was released, and the other side of the aisle just kind of immediately flipped into happy, happy, joy, joy mode. uh, Because it was, uh, well, you've seen the picture. He's got that look of uh, retribution ready to be rolled out in full force, which many are anticipating that is the strategy that he is going to be releasing with unrelenting fury in the in the months to come. Now, I think they have they have scheduled uh, Trump's court date for some time. I, I saw it briefly. I'm just going off memory here. They set it for some time in March of 2024. Now, of course, this is all by design, folks. I mean, they are doing this right ahead of the primaries in 24. Now, I think maybe their their strategy at this point in time is to try to uh, negate him and and have him not win the primary uh, next May. I think that could be uh, their strategy at this point in time. Now, of course, if you look at the polling, um, that is uh, an act of utter futility because he's just blowing everybody else out of the water right now. It's and it, and it can be seen in the uh, in the figures that came in uh, on his interview with Tucker Carlson, which incidentally happened at the exact same time as the uh, as the vice presidential debate it was a vice presidential debate folks let's just be honest but the the numbers were in and as of the time of this broadcast that interview which is the most watched interview in human history has amassed 262 million views now that blew that vice presidential uh, debate out of the water and then trump went to subsequently tweet or x on that platform that elon musk owns whatever it's called now 
And he tweeted out for the very first time since January 6, 2021, when uh, when the old ragtag Jack Dorsey version of that platform was still in existence and they shut his account down. Uh, but that was the first time he tweeted that night of the mugshot release. And he tweeted out uh, that mugshot. And that tweet slash X has already had 254 million views. Those numbers speak to themselves. A quarter of a billion people engaging in both the Tucker Carlson interview on Twitter as well as Trump's first post in well over two and a half years on Twitter. Now, in a completely unrelated story, the Biden administration's Department of Justice is now suing Elon Musk's SpaceX for reportedly not hiring refugees and asylum seekers. So you have these two events that take place, the interview as well as Trump's first tweet, and now Elon Musk is getting sued by the Department of Justice. Folks, tell me we live in a banana republic without telling me we live in a banana republic. But there you have it. This week's current Trump thing. In a related story, Biden staffers met with special counsel Jack Smith's aides before Trump indictment. In a New York Post article from August 26, 2023, it is reported via John Levine or Levin. The White House counsel's office met with a top aide to special counsel Jack Smith just weeks before he brought charges against former President Trump for allegedly mishandling classified documents. Now, just to give a little refresher here, this is not the current Trump thing. This is the prior current Trump thing uh, that this story covers. But uh, anyway, just giving you a little background there. So it's raising serious concerns about coordinated legal efforts aimed at President Biden's likely opponent in 2024. Likely. Yeah. <laughs> Jay Bratt, who joined the special counsel team in November 2022, shortly after it was formed, took a meeting in the White House on March 31st, 2023, with Caroline Saba Deputy Chief of Staff for the White House Counsel's Office White House Visitor Logs show. They were joined in the 10 a.m. meeting by Daniel Ray, an FBI agent in the Washington field office. Nine weeks later, Trump was indicted by Smith's office on June 8, 2023. That's right. Your independent Department of Justice just happens to be meeting with Biden staffers prior to the indictment, and then they go after Trump nine weeks after the fact. Nothing to see here, folks. Just move along. Now, if you are familiar with the somewhat of a dated song now, Kanye West's Gold Digger song, I ain't saying she a gold digger. Now, there has been a little a little spoof, a little play on that um, that was, I believe, released within the past week or so. Uh, somebody made a spoof on that song. I'd encourage you to try to listen to Kanye West's Gold Digger song. And the, fo- the following is uh, a little parody that somebody made with regard to the Fulton County District Attorney in this Trump case. I ain't saying she a vote rigger. So here's a little uh, snippet of that. Now I say is she a vote rigger? But fatty only make my lead bigger. Now I say is she a vote rigger? But fatty only make my lead bigger. Get down, girl, go ahead, get down. 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 If any thought, oh, 
was at the beauty salon with a baby Louis Vuitton under her underarm. She said, talk to Waka Flock, I could really do harm. For a case, I got a lot, I could blow up the spot like a bomb. But I'm looking for the one, have you seen her? She went and put my whole team under subpoena. Diva, Friday, Felicia, poor kids. And charging on a Donald Trump and you're the bullshit. Indict Gucci Mane and chase her for some pain. She think it's all a game, but rap with no shame. She get up on TV, they all know her name. If you play in Fulton County, then you better get paid, you know why? Cause the D ain't corrupt, yo, from what I heard, fatty got a baby by Mondo And Luma said she got a trap house in a condo She don't care whatever said, long as she popped, though Now I say is she a boat rigger? But fatty only make my lead bigger Now I say is she a boat rigger? But fatty only make my lead bigger Get down, girl, go ahead, get down Get down, girl, go ahead, get down and there you have it. I would say in Shia Vote Rigger, you can go find that on social media somewhere. I'm not exactly sure uh, who created that, but they obviously put a lot of time into it, and it is quite hilarious. Okay, switching gears, let's go ahead and kick off this week's Gaslighting of the Week. Okay, for this week's Gaslighting of the Week, this is coming via the Gateway Pundit. Breaking, the U.S. just found a new COVID variant in wastewater during routine test. This comes after the government began investing in new COVID equipment and a vaccine, and weeks after they informed government agencies of coming lockdowns. Now, here's my question. How are they finding these variants after the proposing the lockdowns and the vaccines? Doesn't that seem kind of like the cart coming before the horse? But hey, when it comes to this stuff, why do we need to have sound logic and reasoning? Is there any reason why we should commence either of those at this point in time? So anyway, there you go. This week's Gaslighting of the Week. Now, if you are one of those people that thinks that, hey, the hundreds of billions of dollars that we have already funneled over to the Ukraine since last year, if you didn't think that was quite enough, well, congratulations, you're in good company because Zelensky also does not think that it's quite enough. He has declared, this is via Breitbart, Zelensky says he won't hold elections unless the United States and the European Union pay for them. Hmm. And of course, we should all be of the of the sound unison voice saying, and I mean, really, what are the repercussions of this if they don't have an election over in the Ukraine? What, what are the repercussions for your average uh, everyday citizen of America or Europe, for that matter? If they don't hold elections over in the Ukraine, what's going to happen to us? Nothing. We should respond accordingly. Don't pay them. They don't have an election. So what? Move along. But as we all know, this administration will funnel more money. They'll probably, they'll probably give him everything that he's asking for, plus a little 10% extra. Of course, that 10% extra has to go to the big guy. They're just washing it all over there anyway, folks. It's nothing but a money laundering operation. Anyway, anyway, so there you go. Zelensky says they won't hold elections over there in the Ukraine. Ooh. I tell you what, folks, do you do you feel that things are just getting weirder and weirder with each passing day? Do you just look around and say, how in the world 
are these things taking place? Am I out of my mind or is this actually, is this real life? Is what I'm seeing actually taking place and does anybody else see it? Folks, you're in good company. There's a lot of people who are seeing this. There's a lot of people who are seeing the totality of everything going on. Now, you've got your die-hard Trump derangement syndrome, orange man, bad people who are happy to see Trump potentially going behind bars. They don't care about the rule of law, due process, the judicial system. They just want to see him jailed because they don't like him. Now, that's a very, very scary position to take. But there's a certain demographic of people out there in this world who, uh, who feel exactly just that way. Of course, in a free society, you can't just jail people because you don't like them. But there are some people who have just absolutely said, heck with it, I don't care, just want to see him behind bars. But there are a lot of people out there who don't particularly care for Trump, but they also realize at the same time that this isn't what we in the United States ought to be doing. Yeah, I don't like him. Yeah, I don't want to see him become president again. But this is kind of that stuff that they did in during the Holocaust and Nazi Germany and the killing fields of the Khmer Rouge by Pol Pot. I mean, this is, this is third world barbaric totalitarian dictator stuff happening here. This isn't the United States. This isn't what we're about. You can't just jail your political opponents because you don't like them, especially when they're leading in all the polls right now. I mean, this is some sick, twisted stuff, but people are waking up to this. They see what's going on. They're like, hmm, yeah, I can't, I can't go along with this. And it's with everything going on in the world right now. We've got that. We've got that. We're on the cusp of this, on the cusp of Plandemic 2.0. We're right here, folks. They're rolling it out. Go back and listen to last week's podcast if you haven't done so. I, I discussed it kind of at length. You got more, I think the, the Veterans Affairs, uh, Department of Veterans Affairs are now rolling out the mask mandates again. It's, it's, we're, we're going there, people. If they can't knock out Trump in the primaries next year, they want to have a plan B. And I can guarantee you that plan B is going to have the mail-in ballots uh, be the thing again. Crazy times, folks. Crazy, crazy times. So I suppose that's about going to do it for Clown World Matrix this week. I appreciate you tuning in. This is episode 11, already August 30th of 2023. We're just flying through this year, and it's very difficult to keep up with all of the crazy shenanigans going on. I'm trying to my best to condense it here in a little uh, sub-20-minute format, but it's a very difficult thing to do. But I do my best nonetheless. If you enjoy Clown World Matrix, I please ask you to share it with a friend who would benefit from this, who would find it uh, to be insightful and a little amusing at the same time. Um, please give this a rating in the a Apple Podcasts. I got to get myself up to date on these uh, platforms Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn. Buzzsprout, whatever you're listening to this uh, podcast on, give it a review and leave me your comments and thoughts. I'd uh, appreciate them very much. Um, also, 
Just to let you know, once again, I am taking sponsors on at this time. Get to give a shout out to Rita. Thank you so much for your support. I'm going to give shout outs here. If you happen to support Colin World Matrix and you would like me to do so, I'll give you a shout out. So thank you, Rita, for your support. And uh, you can just click on the link to to sponsor Clown World Matrix if you just want to chip in a few bucks. I'd certainly appreciate uh, keeping this show on the air. So anyway, I will talk to you again next Wednesday morning, bright and early. I thank you once again. Hope you have a great week. Take care.